This is Bill After from OneWrestling.com, and I listen to the Board Wrestling Fan. It's Board Wrestling Fan Radio. It's episode number 267. Think so, Joe, with JT, Noise, and Drow Goddess, and no sign of G just quite yet, even though I know he's awake because he's commenting on my Facebook posts. He is, yeah, see, yeah, trust me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> He's got his priorities straight. He does. See, this is what I like about G as opposed to some other trolls that I have. Like, like G is an internet troll. But what I like about him is he knows when to troll and when not to. <laughs> you know, like, other people that I'm friends with, they just, they'll comment on any fucking thing. Speaking of trolls, happy birthday to our favorite troll, Laura Morrill. Laura Moore. Is it her birthday? Well, happy yes, birthday. She turns 30 today. <laughs> oh, there's G. Talk about Coaster's granddad then. Huh? I think talking about Coaster's granddad then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Coaster's down here. His granddad's turning 80. Yeah. And G's got to fix that uh, next week's title because next week, not just me will be probably have alcohol poisoning. It'll be Coaster too. <laughs> I'll be drinking with it. He'll be drinking with me next week. So, uh, fuck, fuck, fuck. Uh, yeah. So, uh, I hear uh, a Mexican won a, a, an impact title. No, no. Oh, there's G. Bo- hey, G, what's up? I said yeah, I learned Bobby Lashley is Mexican. <laughs> Bobby Lashley's the TNA champion, and Moose is the Grand Champion. Well, I saw I saw a picture with Alberto Del Rio as the TNA Impact Champion. Was I lied to by a listener? No, you... that's just not aired yet, so it's technically not true. Ah. Uh... Well, the fact that no one's going to see it anyway does it, does it really? <laughs> Because actually, Coaster didn't even know it happened. I was chatting with Coaster last night, and he didn't even know it was it happened. I'm like, yeah, I gotta mention this today. <laughs> if a wrestler cuts a if a wrestler cuts a promo on TNA and no one's around to hear it, does it make a sound? No. <laughs> I think that was your answer. Quiet. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. That's the sound of a promo from the Impact Zone. <laughs> I wish I was a promo. <sighs> you can be a promo. I know people that uh, that do promo videos. You just record something, I'll send it to them, and send them a bunch of pictures of you, and they'll make a promo. <laughs> <laughs> of course, Joe can do the voiceover. I could. <laughs> You pay me enough. <laughs> well, it's TNA. You're not getting paid. Yeah, <laughs> at least not on time. No, you're probably just not getting paid. Yeah, it's true. You're on Pop TV. They don't pay them. You got advertising, <laughs> but no one's watching. You're fucked. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Yeah. Well, now you're like an indie I... musician. Yay! <laughs> you're gonna get paid in exposure, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exposure is what kills people. I was just going to say that. Great minds and all. 
<laughs> who, who cares? Who cares if you don't sell if your album doesn't sell? You're critically acclaimed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got a I got a band coming in from like two hours away for this show, and they're like, "Yeah, man, it, it, we're probably not going to be able to bring anybody on a Tuesday night, but uh, yeah, you know, we'd love to get in front of people and play. Like, you guys are actually playing for exposure." Like, all right, I'll pay the other bands then. <laughs> the other bands that are coming from right up the street, you guys, you guys can, you know, find your own gas money. <laughs> oh, this is your, that's your elevated Tuesday night show. Huh? Oh, my God, man. Right, I don't even know why you bother. It's, it's Tuesday, man. Like, We're trying to get in at different venues. And it doesn't matter. It's still Tuesday. I know. Well, Joe from SmackDown? Yeah, I we're trying to get into different venues, and this venue was like, yeah, man, you know, we'd love to start working with you guys, but, you know, for right now, we want you to do Tuesday night shows. So we want to do one in May, and we want to do one in April. I'm like, let's do the April one, because we've already got, you know, because I don't know if I want to do something in May right now, you know, at least not on a Tuesday night. And Never. And uh, Never. so let's do April. <laughs> it was like April and June, I think they were off or something. I don't know. Let's, let's do April for now, and let's see how it goes. And now that I've seen how it goes, no, I'm not doing the June one. Like, this is... <laughs> it's ridiculous. Well, most, most bands that have played a, a show or two already know that Tuesday's death. I know. Well, the venue insists that they do well on Tuesday nights. Of course they do. They're, they're a business. They're trying to make money. And they're going to learn the hard way that that's just how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> they're new, huh? How long have they been around? Like, a couple days? Oh, no. They've been around for a long time, man. But just, like... This guy's been booking this place for like 17 years that I'm dealing with. Wow. And he tells That's me. incredible. So he's like, all right, you know what? Let's let's try a Tuesday night show. Let's see how it goes. And now, now I'm it, just it, like, no, not again. <laughs> in the in the part of the world you live in, is, is it like Tuesday is actually Friday or? No. Oh, okay. Tuesday's still like early in the week and people still have to work three more days after that. Yeah. Which is why it's been hard to get bands, because the bands have to work. They can't get, you know, they have trouble getting out of work. Or, you know, like, nobody... Like, like this band from Rockstar, Rockstar has a day job? <laughs> Local musicians. Well, my, my, minus the star part. and then you're... Yeah, right, exactly. Minus the star part. I've, I've spent enough time in that fucking biz. I, I... <laughs> these, these bands are great, but they're, you know, they're not signed national acts that are making millions of dollars and... You know, don't need day jobs. That's how you get people in the concert venue on a Tuesday. You have a name. Exactly. That's just the, the sad reality of it. I mean, you're you're competing against, as Joe put it forward, it's, it's, it's the work schedule. It's too early in the week to even look forward to the weekend because you got three more days of drudgery ahead of you. And I mean, you might have seen this. One of the guys from one of the bands said, like, you know, a a Thursday even would be better than a Tuesday because people will drudge through Friday if they get entertained on a Thursday night. And that's not the first person that said that to me. My biggest problem right now is this venue wanted a Tuesday night show. I'm giving them a Tuesday night show, but it took forever to book this show. I've been trying for like a month now. Yet I have a show in November on a Saturday night that's already half booked. It's a Saturday night. Right. S-A-T-U-R-D-A-Y. Night, night, S-A-T-U-R-D-A-Y, night, night, S-A-T-U-R-D-A-Y, 
Kevin. I'm Vince McMahon, along with Jerry the King Lawler and JBL. Really? <laughs> that might be interesting did they, commentary. Uh, did those Jerry probably did it. The other two ever do a Saturday Night Main Event when they brought it back? Yeah, I think I think JBL might have done it. I'm mm. almost positive JBL did one of the newer ones. Because remember, that was when when they brought it back, they were still had the brand split. So, you know, they still had JBLs commentating at, you know, one or two of the, you know. Yeah. You know, they still alternated. So I would definitely say JBL was at least at, at a couple of the, the Saturday Night's Man events. Or it could have been Taz before they brought JBL Ellen on commentary. That too. I don't know. It's so long ago, I don't recall. Yeah. It was as long ago as it might as well have been wrestling on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> they had wrestling on Mondays now. I wish I was wrestling on Monday. Well, in Buffalo, it's Tuesdays, Friday, it's actually Thursday, so. <laughs> Thursday night raw. When was the last Saturday night main I'm event anyway? It up right now. Must have been like 2008 or nine or something like that. Saturday night's main event. Yeah, I, I I know it had to be a time when JB. I think I'm pretty sure JD, JBL was commentating. Okay, revive run was 2006 to 2008. So maybe 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 right maybe he wasn't com- commentating. Let's see. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there because I was actually oddly enough interested. I was like, huh? Yeah. I'm actually going to a WWE house show this week on Friday night. And apparently the main event for this show is going to be uh, Triple H, Samoa Joe, and Kevin Owens against Chris Jericho, Finn Balor, and Sami Zayn. I heard about that house show. Yeah, apparently they're running that main event. complete proof that the Triple H new evolution is going to happen and Finn Balor's back and all this other good stuff. Yeah, apparently that's uh, that that match is going to happen Friday in Buffalo and Saturday in Toronto. I'd have uh, one, two, three, four words for you. Card subject to change. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, don't know, I just I saw that rumor somewhere, and it's like, oh, that that'd be pretty cool. Is John Cena going to be on the show? Probably not. It's a Raw House show. Yeah. What about AJ Styles? Again, Raw House Show. <laughs> How will you live? What's that? How will you do without your two favorite wrestlers? <laughs> okay, Kevin Owens and Finn Balor. I think I'll be all right. <laughs> and Brock Lesnar's on the show. Yeah, because you pay a guy $2 million in appearance and put him on a house show. <laughs> exactly. When they first announced it, I was like, oh, maybe it'll be a network special or something. And then it's like, oh, no, he's also doing Toronto the next night. And the Fastlane pay-per-view is the week before. So, no, it's not going to be a network special. It's just they paid Brock Lesnar to show up in Buffalo, of all places. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Is there anything, like... Other than that, advertised? Is that it? That hasn't even been advertised. I saw it on a dirt sheet. <laughs> oh, okay. So. I think the arena's advertising it or something. I would imagine they're probably they've got something. Let's see. Okay, I'm I'm looking at the the I'm looking at the Wikipedia for um 
for Saturday Night's main event, and I'm <laughs> JB. No, get J, J, JBL was was a commentator in 2007. He was he was a commentator with Taz. Michael Cole, and Jim Ross are the commentators. Guest commentators are JBL and Taz. Oh shit! There we go. But he's only he's he's only there's only it only shows two. Hey, CM Punk was a guest commentator on Saturday Night's Main Event, the very last one, <laughs> in 2008. Return eminent. <laughs> uh, well, hey, I had to research this. I'm trying to research this. I'm sorry I, it takes no, me no problem. three seconds. No problem. WWE is returning to Key Bank Center with WWE Live Road to WrestleMania on Friday, March 10th, 2017 at 7.30 p.m., Experience the live-action thrill up close and in person as WWE makes one of its final stops in Buffalo before WrestleMania 33. See Brock Lesnar, WWE Universal Champion Kevin Owens, Roman Reigns, Sami Zayn, Big Show, Raw Women's Champion Bayley, Raw Tag Team Champions Gallows and Anderson, The New Day, and many more. Hold on. Raw Champion Bayley? Raw Women's Champion Bayley. <laughs> and WWE <laughs> Universal Champion Kevin Owens. Okay, like... <laughs> Like that's what they're advertising. So it'd be interesting to read this over again tomorrow and see if they've changed both of those. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I don't. They're not going to throw away their their whole built up streak on a fucking fast lane card. No, definitely sure. not. I forgot well, there was. That could be all right. I guess at the house show you'll get longer matches, and you don't want to deal with the the television bullshit. Then I'm sure you'll have a good time. Oh yeah, definitely. I forgot there was even a pay-per-view tonight until I got a message from the uh, guy that runs the Slat Rock channel on YouTube. He said, hey, bud, you watching Fastlane tonight? I said, I forgot that was even a thing. <laughs> Billy After here, and tonight there's a pay-per-view on WWE. You can say that most amazing. You have half a chance of being right. He's right about that. <laughs> it, but after this, is like... Four weeks to WrestleMania. Four weeks without a pay per view. So I can find Buffalo House show. They've gone. They've gone longer than that. They've gone longer than that. Yeah, but not in the past two years. (laughs) Not recently. (laughs) Was the wasn't the one, the SummerSlam break? Wasn't that about a month too? Or is that just wishful thinking? Yeah, it was probably. I don't know. I think since the brand split, it's been rare to have four straight weeks without a pay-per-view. It's been oh, yeah. rare to have three. Everyone thought Fastlane was last week. Right, because it was <laughs> <laughs> it was only two weeks. I guess they didn't want to compete with the Oscars. No, no, you definitely wouldn't. Wait, what? Yeah, there's some, some things are just going to get massive television ratings, even if they're on the decline. It's like the Super Bowl. You just you don't go that. You don't go there, man. Yeah. What's, a, what, what's an Oscars? I know there's an Oscar of the Grouch, but is that is that is that the same thing? Yep, same dude. <laughs> yeah, the trophy's a big stat. The envelopes you read, it's totally the same thing. G was right. Uh, Battleground was just pay per view before SummerSlam. That was July 24th, and then SummerSlam was August 21st. Hey, so almost you. four whole weeks. Wow. <laughs> okay, I guess I, I thought it was. That makes sense. Yeah. It's the second biggest pay-per-view of the year. Hey, you know you know what they have in common, too? What? Goldberg squash matches. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're thinking of Survivor Series. 
Uh, the, the reason that happened was that was the last pay-per-view before the brand split. After then, they started the every two weeks schedule. Right. Oh, well, I guess I got something wrong. No, you were right. But All my fucks given are gone. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what was the main event of Summer Sign that I, I don't fucking remember? That all. was that was when Brock Lesnar killed Randy Orton. Uh, okay. There you go. He beat all over the place. Concussed him. Made him crazy. Which is why he burned down a barn this week. Can we the start of the yeah, okay. Can we talk about this for a second? Because Randy Orton burnt down Bray Wyatt's compound, who where, where he uh, I assume lives, uh, and also where the remains of his sister are buried, and Randy Orton is the face in this feud. They alluded to Wyatt murdering his sister, so Yeah, they kinda of think it was the screams. No, it's when he was like stabbing her or whatever. Just saying, man, okay. they made it sound like Ray Wyatt murdered his sister. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, his sister's, you know, obviously not real and what were what what are those supposed to be guts? Is that what we're supposed to be I in that guess. <laughs> They showed, like, close-up of, like, entrails or something. Yeah, I, saw, I, I saw a bit of that SmackDown episode. Cause after that, was the only reason I, that, that was the only reason I watched SmackDown. It's because I was on the way home from the Sabres game, and I got a, a Snapchat from somebody that, like, showed Randy Orton standing in front of a burning building. And I'm like, oh, that looks interesting. I actually didn't mind that segment. I loved I thought, it. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was all right. I mean, it basically... I'll give credit as much as I, I don't have a lot of interest in watching the match. I have to give him credit. Like they built the story up for almost a half a year or more. Uh-huh. Um, and he did lay down his line that he said at the beginning, you can't beat him, join him and everything that was there needed to be there. And, you know, predictability and swerves and all that bullshit that the, the, the smart community likes to complain about. It's like, well, fuck off. Like we talked about this bit last week, you know, good, good storytelling should have foreshadowing and should have, a logical uh, path that it reached to climax, and you know, maybe we'll get some denouement. Ooh, all for same on to me. Um, <laughs> you hear this idiot? What? <laughs> he talks about good storytelling. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's, it's only good storytelling if it involves me burying people. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's always a good thing, but I, again, I, I mean, I, I can't criticize them for doing that I, I thought it was it was um what it needed to be and and I, I i understand i totally get it he looks like a fucking heel and it doesn't make sense but i come i gotta come back to that that sister murdering bit like that really sounded that way and it's kind of like okay well maybe maybe he's not necessarily a face per se he's a viper right yeah well yeah. it's snack that's right so i mean that that i mean again can say well the character is kind of staying true to what they've established in that regard too except for he didn't shit in anyone's bag that's next week they gotta save something. I mean this is the guy that sexually assaulted Stephanie McMahon in the ring mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. Hey, hey, fair enough it's, it's Stephanie's defense we, we could stay on this for a second or two, but let the game finish. Sorry, go ahead. Game. He, he just, he just, he just needed to confirm that Stephanie wasn't a dude. 
<laughs> that, that's not where you want to kiss a girl to find out if she's a dude. <laughs> no, okay, well, here's the thing. You got Bray Wyatt, he's crying in the ring and all that. So, what do you guys think? This is, I mean, yes, we have weeks to go. But do you, uh, do you have Bray retain then? Or, or is he going to get revenge? I mean, I've heard rumors that fucking um, Big Red, um, Rowan, is supposed to be clear. Go ahead. Yeah, I thought Rowan was coming back this week when Randy Orton was stalling essentially, because it took him about five minutes to actually start the fight. Like this is where Eric's going to attack him, but no. So yeah, so apparently Rowan will appear somewhere. Well, not only have I read that Eric Rowan is uh, cleared to return, I've also read that now that uh, WWE decided not to push him, they're going to put Luke Harper back with Bray Wyatt. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so the fight and conquer ends up not working out so much if they go that route but again right. I mean, that could that makes sense again because Bray can be like okay well Wharton obviously fucked me over and pulled the wool over my eyes and uh, Luke was my buddy all along type of storyline kind of would kind of would make sense I guess it, it is a little bit Unfortunate though, maybe the timing of the burning down thing. Maybe they should have done that fucking uh, right before WrestleMania, maybe. Uh, but I, I guess with the four weeks, they might have something planned. So I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, obviously, clearly, you needed uh, you need you needed Orton to turn now because now you have AJ Styles won this number one's contenders match against Luke Harper. Right. So now. To get to AJ Styles versus Shane McMahon, you need to get him out of the title match, which is why Orton turned. Now, oh shit, we have this dilemma because he won the Royal Rumble. He's entitled to the match at WrestleMania, but AJ's the number one contender. So we're going to put him head to head on SmackDown this Tuesday. Yeah, and presumably AJ is going to get pissed off at Shane McMahon over that. Right. When he loses and he's out of the match. Right, because AJ's gone through this what three weeks now that AJ's had to fight to become number one contender He's for the title. About two or three number one contender matches, and not to mention that he is contractually entitled to a one-on-one championship match. Yeah, they, they clearly stated that the uh, three-way with Cena wasn't his rematch. Right, so of I'm course, sure they've forgotten that though. If AJ doesn't get the rematch at WrestleMania, he's got to take his anger out somewhere, and why not Shane McMahon? Because clearly Shane McMahon's the one that keeps screwing him over, apparently. And of course, Daniel Bryan can't wrestle. Right, that too. But Shane... Well, he can, but he's, he'll die if he does. Right, they had Shane come out during the number one contenders match this week and say, no, 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 AJ didn't win, Harper's foot was on the ropes. Which, not knowing how the show ended, you're sitting there watching like... Oh, well, okay, here's where Harper ends up winning, and that's where we get our Shane McMahon and AJ Styles match. <laughs> Clearly not what happened. I like the way they handled the botch from last week. Some people apparently didn't get it, but they were running with the angle that AJ clearly did land second but he's pretending that it was a draw, and Daniel Bryan and Shane are like, well, there's no other... They they can tell that, that it was wrong. 
but they just have to live with what the referee said. Right. And I thought that was pretty decent. Yeah, well, you know, you got to cover your tracks somehow, I guess, if you're WWE <laughs> in that situation. Like, like, nope. It's very clear that AJ landed first, but we're sticking with the plan, goddammit. Yeah, WWE, get the we, fucking gay on the way down. WWE, <laughs> we stick to the plan, damn it. Exactly. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's WWE for you. But hey, we're, they figured out a way to make it work. I thought they did a good job with the Miss TV segment as well. The setting up the Nikki Cena Marie Smith thing. Yeah. So the show basically good tw- first twenty minutes, good last twenty minutes, and I don't remember anything <laughs> in between. And we have the uh, wasn't this the two out of three falls, Mickey James and uh, and Becky Lynch. Yeah, that, that happened. happened. And. Uh... Yeah, that's about right. That's about it. <laughs> I don't remember anything else other than uh, John Cena. With a black man. John Cena and, uh, and Nikki Bella challenging Carmelsworth. Oh, yeah, that too. <laughs> they've, got, they've got to prove that they can work as a team before WrestleMania, I guess. I guess. Yeah, so that was, that was SmackDown. Not much. Chairs match, I guess, but whatever, you know. Then there was okay. There was Raw. Was there really? Goldberg was on Raw, wasn't he? (laughs) Was he? I think he opened the show, didn't he? (laughs) Oh, I did put. I had some of this on during EA hockey. (laughs) (laughs) He's in the game. Oh, the commentary in that game gets really redundant, so I want to listen to something different. Yeah. They, they got to get new commentators. This guy's got a crap, but they're they're American. They don't know anything about hockey. Right, Joe? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that's just they need to get Jim Houston back. Really. Could you imagine they if they talk threw... about, like, touchdowns and shit in the game. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> need to get Don Cherry in the game. The referee gives out yellow cards and stuff. It's fucking shit. <laughs> What happened on Raw again? I guess Goldberg Goldberg kicked off the show and Owens came out and cut a promo and I don't know. <laughs> That's about all I remember. New Day did something. Oh, they did that Oscars bit. Yeah, that's right. Wasn't Samoa Joe running around backstage the whole episode just making fun of people and shit? Yeah, he, he made fun of everyone and then he got in a match with Cesaro. And Mick Foley put on his big boy pants again and cut a promo about how he's awesome and people should respect him because he's got dementia, I guess. <laughs> dementia on a pole. And the Braun, <laughs> Braun Strowman and Roman Reigns contract signing closed the show. Oh, God, okay. Well, I remember stopping the leading recording at that point. Yeah. Was it good? Yeah, uh, it it was one interesting thing, which is when Roman speared Braun through the barricade back into like the ring area, and they took out a security guard, 
And because it took the commentators about five minutes to mention it, I was genuinely fearful that they'd killed a fan. It's like, <laughs> oh, shit, that wasn't supposed to happen. They're not mentioning it. <laughs> They're pretending it didn't happen, but no, it was. It was a security guard. It wasn't planned. No one died. Other than that, not really. It was basically ten minutes of Roman getting the shit kicked out of him, but still signing your contract. Like, oh, wow, he still has the mental and physical capacity to sign his name. Not <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> to mention, Braun didn't sign the contract, so that match isn't on. <laughs> That's it's a good point. Reigns versus nothing. <laughs> the, the whole point of this contract signing was Braun didn't want Roman to be able to get it to back out of the match, so he wanted a contract. Yeah. And then I, I really don't think that he signed it himself. I think you might be right. <laughs> I don't know. There's a pay-per-view tonight. You'd think they'd have built up to it or something. <laughs> well, one thing I've seen people suggest is it's almost like this was the Raw after Fastlane. Yeah. This Raw was all about... It was about WrestleMania more than Fastlane. What did it's we, like Vince had a lot of good ideas, a lot of ideas, and then it's like, oh, wait, wrong show. Let's just do this. <laughs> I think we had a women's <laughs> tag match. It was Sasha Banks and Bailey against Charlotte and Nia Jax. <clears throat> oh, yeah. That, that, that sounds like something that happened. Sure. It was supposed to be Charlotte and Dana Brooke, but then Charlotte's like, Dana isn't my partner. This woman is. Then Nia Snacks comes out. Who won that? Like, the, I'm assuming the only, Sa- the, Sasha passed out, right? Because she was out of breath from stealing the spotlight or something? The only other that woman on Raw that could have possibly been Charlotte's partner was her partner. <laughs> There's, like, no fucking women's division on Raw. It wasn't, like... I think Nia Jax, that. like, Nia beat Jax, the crap out of right? both of them. It wasn't, something. like, um, what's her face? Um, uh, Who died? Dana Brock? Involved somehow or something. Dana Brooke came out with Charlotte first, but I don't know if she actually did anything in the match. I th- didn't she get oh. taken out during the match? Possibly. Okay. <laughs> we'll go with that. That works. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, it's, that was Monday. <laughs> that well, was a long that, time that, ago. That's got to be your four-way match for the title anyway. So, I mean, we'll just assume that's what it is. Because it's, it's kind of what, we, again, we've talked about a couple weeks ago is, Gonna be a four away probably. Yeah, Bailey's gonna pretend it's her first title win. And Charlotte won't get the pinfall, so she's technically still undefeated at singles matches on pay per view. Although that's what they've changed the streak to now. It's now singles matches at pay per view for the title. Right. That's the heat tactic, man. That's the way to do it. Yeah. That would make the most sense. If they if they do unless they actually decide, because I mean last year they, they made a lot of quote-unquote controversial decisions because people, of course, would stop watching. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, whatever. That, that, Like you said, it makes more sense that she doesn't get pinned legitimately, and that's her gripe. And then the feud goes on until the end of time. I mean, it's only been, what, ten years now, so we've got a, another good decade in this one. And that's fine. You said it yourself. There's, like, no one on her off, so they have to continue this shit. Mm-hmm. If they call up any of the relevant ones from NXT, I would imagine there'll be no one left on NXT. Well, Asuka's on the house shows now that Naomi's injured. 
Isn't Naomi a SmackDown? Yeah, but that's, that's SmackDown, yeah. though. SmackDown has a women's division. At least at least more of one than Raw had. The hell was that? <laughs> Looking for a friend on Skype? We've made it easier. <laughs> the fuck? Yeah, I got that message. I'm like, no, I don't need any more friends. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, we, it's, uh... Yeah, SmackDown has more of a women's division than Raw does. It's not saying much. But still. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the problem with the women and tag team divisions on both shows is like you have a complete lack of depth. Oh well. What are you going to do? What can you do? Exactly. Well, you can use the roster better. True. Bring in more people. There's a lot of things you can do. You have the cruiserweights all technically on one show, if we're just counting Raw and SmackDown. You have the cruiserweights all on one show. Why not put the women all on one show and put the tag teams all on one show, and then you have some depth to your fucking roster? Yeah, that's exactly what... That's exactly what people were saying before the draft. What they should do, and here we are. So surprise, surprise. Exactly. Huh. Oh well. Like saying Dabbit and WWE in the same sentence is the same thing as saying um, Triple H and blocked and Triple H and best in the same sentence. They, <laughs> they don't belong. I, I, I thought H you were best I, at burying people. I thought you were going to say uh, himself over. I thought you were going to say the screwing people. I thought you were going to say the Oakland Raiders in depth at quarterback. <laughs> and whose team went 2-14 and 14 this year? Ah, <laughs> uh, Yeah, and then the GM coach, the GM and coaching staff all got fired. And the quarterback up and left. Yeah, okay, here we go. <laughs> Let's start. Starting anyway. all over now. It's like having, a, having the, an the exp- best, expansion the, the best team. Thing to do, the best thing to do, the best thing to do, the best thing to do, thing to do when um you're playing against colin kaepernick is play this national anthem he just takes a knee yeah that was the joke everybody was making in buffalo what he won't do that anymore now he needs a job yeah yeah he said in an interview right before he right before he opted out of his contract he said no i'm not i'm not gonna do that anymore i need to be hired Late in the game, late in the game, you'd score some points. Just play the national anthem, Colin Kaepernick. We'll just take a knee. That, that was the joke going around Buffalo when they played here. Yeah, but I bet no one did it. No, they nope. Missed a good chance. Uh huh. <laughs> nope, nobody did. When they play the national anthem, that's like entrance music, right? Like Uncle Sam runs out, or <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what happens. Titus O'Neil comes out dressed as Uncle Sam and scores a touchdown. This ballet is like the Statue of Liberty, correct? Yes. Yeah. I thought so. Okay. It used to be Darren Young, but then they had a falling out. <laughs> it was considered slightly homophobic to make a gay man dress up as a woman. <laughs> I'm a terrible person. If the XFL lasted one more season, we would have that. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Pretty much. Darren <laughs> Young would have been the one going into the women's locker room because it's okay because he's gay. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, it makes sense. If it was this, if it, if it was like 2017, man, it'd be a, a much, much different XFL, though. <laughs> yeah, even the XFL, if they brought back the XFL, it wouldn't. It would be like WWECW. <laughs> 
But they still pulled up the phone out of it. Well, they would go PG. It would go PG like WWE would. <laughs> yeah. go PG with it. It's family friendly. Wait, we never had. We never had. We never advertised going to locker room with the XFL cheerleaders. There you go. <laughs> They'll start the game with like a big ball pit, and all the guys <laughs> have to jump in, and whoever gets like the yellow ball gets to fucking uh, start with it. They'll, they'll have a ball pit, but there's only one like actual football, and the rest are regular ball pit balls. That so makes whoever sense. grabs the real ball gets to. But they, they all have to be wrapped with like saran wrap or not saran wrap, bubble bubble wrap or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Well, they did they did have a dodgeball game. They did play a dodgeball game at the Pro Bowl this year. So, <laughs> I just all the you know you're talking about the ball pits. It makes me think of like Double Dare. <laughs> Where they have the the human gum uh, the human gumball, <laughs> you gotta jump in and grab the flag on your way down. <laughs> Am I the only one that watched Double Dare? <laughs> yeah, I watched it. Okay, so you know what I'm talking about then. <laughs> that must have been back before I was alive. Might have been. <laughs> ah, we're old. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. That's one shirt I never got that I really wish I had was the Kai and Tai Indeed shirt. That was something I should have done. Indeed. Oh. <laughs> yep. Ah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I can confirm that Double Dare is from before I was alive. <laughs> They do an episode. It lasted into when I was alive, but still. Didn't they? I think they had like WWF superstars on one episode. Like Hacksaw Jim Duggan, I I seem to recall, was on that show once. Uh, Oh, yeah. I think there you're right. There was a, there was, I think that wasn't, wait. I think the Aaron Sheik might have been. I think some, I I think the Aaron Sheik posted something about it. It might, I might have, might have been maybe. Ignoring it. it might have been someone else. I thought uh, your cheek might have was on it too. You might be right. I, I vaguely remember like Hacksaw Jim Duggan being on there. I can't remember who the other ones were that were against him. WWF. Gorilla Monsoon. Um, Bobby Hacksaw the Brain. Was there. Wasn't Bobby yeah, the Brain. Yeah, there was Bobby. I have photos, so I don't have the actual results. But they're all over there. I don't know the show at all. This is Nickelodeon, I take it. Yes, there was a hacksaw. There yes, was a hacksaw. Hacksaw was with. Oh, it's a. Looks like it's a later one. Uh, because it's looks like a newer wrestler. Looks like one of the guys from Vito. What's his name from um, Full Blooded Italians or whatever that that team was. That's what it looks like. Oh, he's facing off against Mister Perfect. We faced off against Mr. Perfect. Well, the one picture I'm seeing. I'm not sure who the, the one is. Let's guy. take a look here. Oh, it was WCW was where Hacksaw it was. It was when he was in WCW when Hacksaw was. Oh, there. okay. That makes sense. Yeah, it was Vito. It was Vito that was on his team. All right. And then it was, he played against the Wall or Sergeant AWOL and Corporal Cajun. <laughs> this no, was from, in 2000. From, from the Misfits in Action. <laughs> this was in 2000, Noyce. You were alive at this point. How come they didn't have General Hugh G. Rection on the show with the, with the Misfits in Action? 
I have no idea. <laughs> My favorite story about that faction is, uh, wasn't one of them called Dancer or something? No. Um, wait. There was yeah, there was Corporal Wall, Cajun, there? Corporal Cajun, Sergeant A Wall, uh, Major Stash. Uh, That's it, Major there... Stash. He yeah. was supposed to be Private Stash, but he refused to have such a low rank. Yes, exactly. You are correct. <laughs> Private dancer was from Scrubs. <laughs> oh, and Lieutenant Loco, he was there. Yeah, Lieutenant Loco. Uh, GI Bro was on there. It was in the Misfits in Action. GI Bro. And people say wrestling is racist. Oh wait, wait, there is. There's a hacksaw Jim Duggan with uh, against Mister Perfect. I saw Gorilla Monsoon in one of these pictures here. I know G mentioned Gorilla. Yeah, no, that's exactly why I did. He's there. Yep. Yeah, that that was um that was when he played against Bobby Heenan, Steve. That was when Gorilla Monsoon. But this one has um hacksaw Duggan versus Mister Perfect. So he was on there. Duggan's been on there twice. I think I have seen footage of the Heenan Monsoon one. That's the kind of shit they need on the network. Just everything wrestlers have ever done. Yeah, their rights can't be too expensive. But I don't know. We never, we never got the show. We didn't get much to the Nickelodeon because they didn't actually have uh, broadcasting rights in Canada. I'm surprised because we stole Nickelodeon stole half their shit from Canada. <laughs> we had we had shows they had. Onto the different networks would bid for them to get their broadcasting rates. So Nickelodeon still got paid if they made it, but there is there is always shows though. Whenever I talk to Americans, like remember this from Nickelodeon, there's always shows like this where I'm just like, not a fucking all, not at all, not in the least. We had we had we had shows like this though. So we had one called Kid Street that was made in Calgary. The same basic idea. Actually, it might might have been might have been a bit different. I think most places had a variation of that kind of thing. Yeah, I know there yeah, were there were a lot of shows in Canada. Called, actually. <laughs> that like that ended up in Nickelodeon, but that's uh, a weird. It's weird how that works. They're looking for cheap cheap programming though, and they're gonna they're gonna take advantage of what's there if it's any good. Is that is that how you guys got to Crashy, or what channel got to Crashy? Yeah, no, I think Nickelodeon had a good Degrassi. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Because, I mean, that's the type of quality of show. Like, you get a feel like that. That would definitely make it down. Probably had Maniac Mansion, right? Remember that one? Wait, what was it again? Maniac Mansion? It's... No, I don't. That doesn't sound familiar. No, I don't me. remember that. Okay. We had... Uh, Adventures I, I... Sinbad, maybe? Adventures... I know Nickelodeon kicked off, and one of the first shows was, like, you can't do that on television. Yeah, there you go. There's yeah. one of them. Yeah, yeah. I, obviously, I remember that one. It's opposites. Time for the opposites. Oh, opposites are over. <laughs> <laughs> did they ever? Uh, did they ever play off of that with Stone Cold and the what? No. Oh, fuck. That's such a shame. I should have done that at least once. <laughs> Oh, well. Lost opportunities. That makes sense, WWE. Totally. Okay. (laughs) 
Well, those, those are the only snippets of wrestling I watched. Bits and pieces of Raw and SmackDown. That was it. So I got yeah. nothing else for you, folks. Yeah, you I, I, that's all I watched this week was Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, I didn't watch all of it. I just watched the snippets, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I ended up the watching the first I season of Game I don't of Thrones really this week, watch so. it. Yeah, I can talk Game of Thrones for a season, but that's about it. <laughs> I just finally jumped in that fucking pool, started watching that shit. <laughs> oh, how far are you? Just one season in? How yeah, I just wrapped up just wrapped up the end of, of episode ten, season one last night. Okay. Yeah. I've followed it pretty much the whole time, but I was one of those people who read it before it came out and never thought it would appear on television for many, many reasons. Mm-hmm. But there are there are some things that were changed that I really like and some people that are in the show you just can't help but think they're amazing like when you get to the point where you meet Ramsey Bolton you're just going to be like no one will ever be a heel again because nobody can be this evil and make me believe it yeah yeah that guy is just without without telling me too much what season would I expect to see Ramsey's uh, what season does he show up in? They're in, aren't they about to start season seven? Yep. Isn't that the new one? Yeah, yeah, because I, I uh, legally acquired all of them this weekend, so. Okay. I think he's around season four. <laughs> four yeah. or five, I wouldn't. Four or five, yeah. Four or five, somewhere in there, yeah. Okay. The only, the only I, I enjoy it. I mean, I, I the genre is something I do enjoy. I, I've always enjoyed fantasy and Dungeons and Dragons and all that stuff going all the way back to being a little G. So I knew I like it. It's just I had to put it off because so much was spoiled. And I think my short-term memory has gotten to the point now where, like, outside of that one door bit and holding it with uh, Mr. Super-sized penis, um, <laughs> as I found out from first season, holy fuck, that guy's, that guy's got some serious, serious Fandango action going on. Um, I think I'm in the clear. I might have... I don't... Like, I kind of... I know of things, but that's all I got left in my memory. I, would like, say I know there's, there's only a red wedding major spoiler that you'll probably know. Oh, I don't want it any. Otherwise, I'll not, I'm not going to name what it is because then you'll obviously know it. But there was one particular scene that no one, that everyone didn't shut up about. There's a few in social media that, like, the red wedding thing was like, okay, I got to wait at least two years for this now. Even I yeah. know what Noyce is talking about. <laughs> yeah, well, there's lots of them. I'm just trying to forget them all. Like, I know, I know, I know. One character supposedly doesn't die like eight million times. He's basically the Glenn of the Walking Dead equivalent of the show. Um, and he's also an informer. Ha ha ha. Better you than me, because I actually know the words. Who wrote that song? Because I don't want to spoil anybody who's out there like me. We had to put this thing off. I do like it. Um, the only real criticism I have is I, I always feel like I missed a whole bunch of shit. Or you have to double check. Did I miss an episode? Did I skip an episode? Because it, it always seems like there's something I missed. I'm like, when did the fuck did that happen? You yeah. know? The big problem I had with it was based because they like to feature every single character in every single episode. So it goes very slowly. And yeah. If you're coming in with no background at all of the books, it's really easy to get hopelessly confused. Like, okay, wait, which one of the old bearded guys is that? Yeah, there's a lot of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
so it, it's easy to get confused because there's so many characters in the universe. But after, I, I liked season one perfectly fine, but I didn't really settle into it until probably the beginning of season three. So mm-hmm. yeah, by that point, you had gotten used to, well, as much as you can get used to in this world of... Um, okay, this is how this character is, this is how that one is. But, right. yeah, there are some characters that when they die, it hits you hard, not because you know, sometimes you know it's coming, even if you never read anything, but some of the actors are just so good with the characters that they have that you're just like, but no, wait, wait, I want more. You can't be done yet, no. And there's two or three of those that I'm still upset about, even though they've gone on to do other shows. But yeah, uh, yeah, there's it, a couple on the first good. season, like right away. I'm like, really that quick, huh? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fuck. Even there's a dude in the very first episode who like runs into the walkers right away, which I in the very first fun. scene. Yeah, he was a good character. I liked him, and he like they gets established, and you're like ten minutes with them, and it's like, nope. No, you're you're dead. Okay. Fuck, I like that guy. <laughs> yeah, the, the first episode it, it puts you in the mood for what you're in for. I mean, a, a kid gets crippled. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. Uh, I, I, go ahead. As I, I pretty much went on a rant about that show during our watch and said, if you like the first season, you'll probably enjoy the rest of it. Just... Yeah, I had a feeling I'd like the, the show regardless. It was, I it thought was I just... would, except for all the death. And, but then by the time you get to the third season, you're kind of over it. Well, we'll see. We'll see. It's in it's in my archive. and Probably be a couple eh, probably a couple months as I make my way through it. So there's, there's other things that'll compete. There's always a few nights in the week where I got like very, nothing else to watch. And I want to chill out with Sonara on the couch. Which, sorry? Walking Dead's back on now, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah, that'll take up some time. Yeah. Tonight's tonight's talking that is our resident every half season she has to get her oh, really? parents on it. Yeah, she's she's on tonight. Does CM Phil still appear on Talking Dead? No, he hasn't in a while. Yeah, we haven't had a wrestler in a little bit. Jericho and Punk have both been on a few times, give yeah. or take. I think that's that's I think the only something connection. set up and they're just not doing it anymore. Though 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 last week was pretty funny with Lil John. <laughs> Lil John was I didn't, you know you you know I don't listen to his music. I'm not a fan, but you're watching him on The Walking Dead and be like a normal human being. It's like, well, <laughs> it was just kind yeah, of funny. And then he made drop the skeet line when they made the foam or whatever it is they made out of that. At the end, they spilled all the um, made some mixture and it made some big poop thing. It's pretty funny. Sorry, us what talk only us talking dead people know that know but that what happened last week. Sorry. That is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, it's like like most of these shows, they're short seasons, so it makes it easy to uh <coughs> to binge it or just kinda go on a I don't know, I can't sit down and watch like fucking four episodes of anything in a row. That's that's too much, but yeah, no, I gotta get back on uh, Shield. I've got like six episodes on the DVR. <laughs> I'll watch like an episode, and then like last week I watched like one. I watched the second time because I didn't realize I'd watched it, and it was still on my DVR. 
Yeah, you, 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 you might as well catch up because they, they pulled a Gotham and they, they took like a four-month break or some stupid shit like that. Oh, that's good. Yeah, you'll catch up. Yep. All right. Well, you know, there's Game of Thrones. Like I said, I'll try to keep my spoilers minimal, but... <laughs> yeah, I don't care about fucking Game of Thrones. <laughs> Fuck Game okay. of Thrones. <laughs> My ex, the, my ex watched that, so f- watches that. Fuck, but I mean, she got me into Walking Dead, but I, I, I refuse to watch that fucking shit. I don't care if fucking Sarah Connor, 2015 was fucking, was is fucking in that. I don't care. Still. She is. Yeah. Yeah. She's, what actress is that? Uh, though I don't know. I don't know what her name is, but I know she was in. She's in, she was either in it or she's in it. Uh, but the the one who plays Sarah Connor in Genesis. Oh, oh yeah. right. Okay. I know the who one who okay. plays uh, Daenerys Targaryen. Um, what's her real name? I'm blanking on it. That was uh, I know. But, oh, I didn't know she played Sarah Connor. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that came later. But, Amelia um, Clark. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Amelia Clark. Oh. I just know her as Khaleesi. Yeah. I, that, that also <laughs> really bothered me. I'm like, what is your name? Are you Khaleesi or Daenerys? Stop confusing me. But Khaleesi is a title. I'm starting. I'm starting to get the names as they go. Like you said, there's so many characters. So. Oh, that is that is actually one more thing that bothered me. That everyone has fantasy names, but they also have normal variations. Like Ed Stark, his full name is Nedded. That's a fantasy name. He's not Ed. Ugh. Bastards. Yeah, it's kind of, uh, the net. The net thing I thought was a little bit, a little bit funny. I don't know. I always got a kick out of it when they when they talk about him. Because <laughs> like, like you say, everyone else's name is like out there. Traditional fantasy, you know. Well, his name fantasy. is traditional yeah. fantasy, but then they just call him Ed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even the wolves have pretty kick-ass fantasy names, except for Lady. <laughs> you got Ghost, you've got all these cool names, then Ed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. uh. Yeah. 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 You're just talking about him. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> break song? Yeah, sure. Sure. Break song. And it's Mark's break song this week. Yeah, well, uh, well, not that long ago, I had a tribute to G. Uh, he's not here today, but this is a tribute to Coaster. And it's an unused Stone Cold theme song. And it's like two minutes, so... It is exactly two minutes, yes. So that gives me just enough time to run to the kitchen and run back. That's not enough time to pee, dude. You gotta do at least like four, three to four minutes, dude. That gives us time to pee noise. That's why when Coaster does it, he puts two. So he gives us enough time. gives us at least enough time to, <laughs> to go take a pee. And I, I gotta grab a drink. I'm just like... With two songs. <laughs> Uh, nah, it's fine. <laughs> we'll be fine. All right, here it is. Stone Cold Steve Austin, unused theme, boardwrestlingfan.com. Great bear. Race some hell. Bait Debra.
Deborah. So silent. No one can't hear it. Not even the police. that wasn't coaster <laughs> it might have been someone someone forgot to hit mute on their mic <laughs> <laughs> wasn't me i just heard coughing through the whole thing i was like um yeah someone sk- forgot to hit mute <laughs> uh. all right i'll worry about this Tuesday bullshit after the show. Anyway, <laughs> I just got the uh, I got the email. Like I've been dealing with this through the whole show. Like, okay, here's the email confirming yes, you can have these bands that you're asking for. Like, okay, good. So then I've had to send emails to all the bands saying, okay, yes, you guys are on this show. And now I got the email and it says, okay, here's a checklist, and uh, you know this is the next information you need. Okay, good. So fuck it. That can wait like half an hour or whatever the rest of this show is going to take. Uh, Draw Goddess is back. What's going on in New Japan? Ooh, quite a lot. There were three shows that have happened just in the last few days, and they're gearing up for the March 6th anniversary show. It's the 45th anniversary of the first show New Japan ever did, and that's always a fun thing that they're doing and the new japan cup starts on march 11th and whoever wins that gets a title shot at what used to be invasion attack and is now sakura genesis they've actually retitled two of their shows and just because i think it's the coolest thing ever sakura genesis is on my actual birthday thank you ghetto for the birthday present so that's gonna be fun Uh, They had two shows with Ring of Honor on the 26th and 27th, Honor Rising. Uh, Neither one of them was, oh my god, can't miss, but there were some fun things on both of them. Uh, Juice Robinson on both shows was either getting the pins in his matches or was not the one taking it. So they are liking him a lot. And there's clearly some kind of plan in the works for him he's already had a never title match against goto he obviously lost it but both of them came out of it looking really good so the former cj parker is doing very well he's a lot more over than he was you know if you told me a year ago that i was gonna not hate him 
I would have disbelieved entirely, but he's really popular now, and all the annoying stuff he used to do has kind of fallen by the wayside, so good on him for that. Um, there were some interesting multi-man tags with Jushin Liger, uh, Tiger Mask 4, and Delirious, you know, your team of masked guys. Um, they were a lot of fun. Probably the most ridiculously out there moment of all of it was you had Dalton Castle with Taguchi and Hiroshi Tanahashi fighting Naito, Hiromu, and Punisher Martinez from Ring of Honor. Well, if you're at all a fan of Dalton Castle, you know he has the boys, right? Well, Dalton Castle comes out, and Taguchi and Hiroshi freaking Tanahashi are dressed up as the boys, and they do all the stuff the boys do, like Dalton Castle's climbing on them to get to the ring. It, it was the most ridiculous thing ever, but it was so much fun. I mean, when you have a guy who's the once-in-a-hundred-year ace of the company who is willing to dress up like an Egyptian showboy and strip Dalton Castle in the middle of the ring. <laughs> you can't not like that. It's just too ridiculous not to be fun. So there was a lot of that. Uh, Cody got his first in-ring shot against Shibata. It wasn't one-on-one. -on -one. It was a tag match, but their interactions were kind of fun. I mean, Shibata kicked the shit out of him as knew was going to happen, but there might be a singles match down the road. We don't really know. Um, the big takeaway at the end of the second night was there's some friction between Adam Cole and Kenny Omega, both ostensibly of Bullet Club for right now. And going to be really interesting to see where that goes. Uh, Yoshihashi had a ROH world title match against Adam Cole, and I am one of those people who is incredibly irritated at the frequency with which Adam Cole shouts out his catchphrase, and so in the middle of this match, when Yoshihashi does something to Cole, throws up both his arms and shouts in heavily accented English, Yoshihashi, baby! I just completely lost <laughs> it. Um, th there was a lot of stealing stuff from other people over the course of this. And, yeah, that was a neat thing. Um, War Machine had tag matches where they beat both the Young Bucks and Gorillas of Destiny. I would not be shocked to see War Machine turn up in the title scene for New Japan heavyweight tag stuff. The Road 2 show that followed that, they had two of them, only one of them is really available to watch. It's probably for the best, because the second one is where the bad news comes in, but uh, pretty standard stuff with a lot of multi-person matches. The main event of the second Honor Rising show was Tiger Mask 4 and Tiger Mask Double, the anime character fighting Ghetto and Okada. So it was basically take your son to work day as far as this match went. Um, Tiger Mask Double had a different mask, which was really cool. Apparently it's a lot easier to work with. So now you've got the whole Okada 
and everybody knows Tiger Mask Double is Kota Ibushi. They have a singles match coming up at the uh, 45th anniversary show, and their tag match there gave a little taste of that. Uh, the bad news that everybody's talking about right now coming out of the show on the 3rd was the injury to Tomoaki Hanma, and he may or may not be crippled, paralyzed, or done. Uh, by accounts of everybody who was there, he took a second rope DDT from Jado, but his foot caught in the rope on the way down, and he didn't take it correctly, and they actually stopped the match and stretchered him out. He was responsive, he could talk to people, but supposedly he could not move or feel anything below the neck. And the only information that New Japan has put out right now is that he is out indefinitely and they use the generic, you know, cervical spine injury thing. Nobody knows. And really, no matter what you read anywhere, people can speculate, but nobody knows how bad it is and what that's going to be as far as his career goes. And he might be done. You know, it would be terrible if that were true, but we just don't know. That goes into the New Japan Cup because Hanma was supposed to be in it. And Hanma and Makabe as Great Bash Heel had a tag team title match at the 45th anniversary show against the current champs of Ishii and Yano. Makabe declined to participate without Hanma as his partner. And that was actually kind of an emotional thing, really. Um, the card has been shuffled. They've put uh, Tenkozy in there, Kojima and Tenzan. Kojima and Tenzan are fun, but there's no way they're winning, and the drama's kind of sucked out because most people were pretty sure that Honma and Makabe were going to win, and now probably not. So, you know, positive vibes in the direction of Honma if you're that kind of person, because whether somebody's your favorite wrestler or not, you never want to see this happen. So, that's the unpleasant part. Um, the other big stuff on the 45th anniversary show, you've got a Revolution Pro British heavyweight title match where Shibata's defending the title against Zack Sabre Jr. I don't see how Zack Sabre Jr.'s not winning this for two reasons. First of all, this is their third match fighting each other, and it's the rubber match. They both have a win. Shibata doesn't need to be weighted down with another company's title if he's actually finally going to be moving up. So I don't know how it's going to happen, but I I see Zack Sabre Jr. winning that and taking it back to Rev Pro with him. The tag team match, Ishii and Yano are probably going to retain over Kojima and Tenzan. The, the big match that has gotten most of the publicity and pretty much hands down the most exciting part is the junior heavyweight title match between Hiromu Takahashi and Ryusuke Taguchi, if you have not watched any of the stuff leading up to this, go on Daily Motion and find stuff that the real Rock and Rolla has put up there. His stuff is not only of the best video quality, but he includes entrances, he includes everything. 
So it's definitely the best stuff to watch. Taguchi's got this reputation among a lot of Western fans who never saw anything else out of him as this goofy undercard comedy act with way too much reliance on ass-related offense. And that's true, but this is also a guy who used to tag team with Prince Devitt as Apollo 55. This is somebody who was a legit junior heavyweight competitor in his own right, and we're seeing that again. Uh, He definitely has had his moments, and in no fed anywhere have I ever seen somebody sell an ankle lock like absolute death the way that Hiromu Takahashi is selling Taguchi's ankle lock. I mean, it is it is absolutely terrifying, and it is beautiful. And if you haven't seen it, you need to, because that match is going to be insane. Although, I don't think there's any way Hiromu's losing that belt. He is the undisputed rock star of the junior heavyweight scene right now, and he's going to keep it. He's going to keep it for a while. And then the main event is a one-on-one of Okada versus Tiger Mask Double. So the last thing going on with New Japan is all the prep for the New Japan Cup. And you know, that's a single elimination tournament thing, not like G1. Starts on the 11th with four matches, and then the 12th is four matches. Hanma was supposed to be in that. They haven't said anything about who's going to replace him. He had a round one match against Tongaroa, then you've got Yano versus Tamatanga, Big Mike Elgin versus Bad Luck Fale, and the main event is Tanahashi versus Evil. Now, Tanahashi and Evil have been really going after each other in all the multi-man tag matches on the three previous shows that have been mentioned. So all of this is building to their one-on-one. And uh, Evil cut a promo where he called Tanahashi a sorry old fucker, and it's just, it, it's really, really great. Um, it would be cool if you know, Evil just brutalizes Tanahashi, but Tanahashi pulls out a win anyway. Not because it wouldn't be good for Evil, but Tanahashi has lost everything for months now. And even if he's officially sliding down the card, he needs a significant win every now and then to remind everybody, hey, he's still big match Tana, he's just not going to be quite so high up there. It's the stuff on the 12th that is the more interesting setup. You've got Juice Robinson against Yujiro Takahashi. Pretty sure Juice is winning that one, but the other three matches, they could really go either way. You have Yoshihashi versus Sonata, and they've had a previous feud. They do not like each other. The match everybody's talking about is Shibata versus Minoru Suzuki. And somebody on Twitter posted, and this is absolutely true, they said, we're going to see the Geneva Conventions violated in real time. uh, That's pretty accurate. And then you've got Ishii against Kenny Omega. Who you think is going to win? The whole New Japan Cup kind of depends on what part of the world you're in. Shibata's a heavy favorite to win the whole thing, but there's still a lot of people, mostly in the States, 
who are putting way too much importance on the expansion into California later this year and just insistent that, oh, Kenny Omega has to win it because he's got to get his rematch against Okada now and he's got to be the world champ in the face of the company or none of this is going to work. And all those people are completely wrong. The expansion into the States is a big deal, but they're not redesigning the whole company around it. And that's just not how New Japan books. They play a long game. So I don't think Omega's winning it because he's going to get his rematch, but he's not getting it now. This is just not the path to take that. So a whole lot of stuff going on, a whole lot of stuff coming. We've got the 45th anniversary show on Monday, and then the New Japan Cup begins on Saturday, and they will have matches going all the way through the rest of March. And then Sunday, April 9th, which is a very great day, they will have Sakura Genesis, and all the rest of the fallout from the New Japan Cup will be there. So check it out. All right. And let's take a trip to JT land. All right. Let me get, let me get back. Let me get to the screen. <laughs> 20, 20 bucks, little man. So I can pretend I have fans. Where's your birthday tailgate stag, stag party or guys night will suck. Need some Virgil. Hit me up, baby. I should book him for April 11th. Hey, <laughs> Virgil doesn't like Tuesdays. <laughs> someday, someday, I hope I find a Korean woman who loves me like I love Stouffer's St- St- lasagna. Hashtag goals. <laughs> Shout out to all the 400-pound Korean women. For the last several minutes, I have been desperately in need of dot, 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 dot. <laughs> Brother Billy Ocean, I sing get out of my dreams and get into my local bus tra- transit. It makes me feel like a G. <laughs> Not GG, but G, uh, GG, you know. Makes me Ser- feel like one, too. <laughs> Seriously, there isn't one Stouffer's family-sized lasagna Itali- Italiano left at my grocery store? Hashtag depressed. Hashtag Smackdown Live. I am one of the only people in the world undefeated at WrestleMania. Him and Michael Cole. Oh, Rodman Damis as well. Yeah. I had a dream that a unicorn was flying over my funeral while mariachi band was playing the theme from Beaches. It was glorious. It'll be a sad day when Virgil dies, but can we please have that happen at his funeral? (laughs) (laughs) I once won two slammies, so I can relate to La La Land. Hashtag Oscars. (laughs) What the fuck did Virgil win slammies? Right? (laughs) Pokemon, go fuck yourself. Fuck the bubble you are living in. Hello, Mr. T. It's been a while. What the fuck are you doing dancing like a jabroni? If you don't wake up, I will beat the fuck out of you. Hashtag Friday motivation. TikTok smash your head with my boot. I will snap the Snapchat back. Hashtag Osters. Halle Berry have the same haircut as Doink the Clown. And... (laughs) Finally, last but not least, before you go to sleep tonight, go fuck yourself. For what it's worth, Virgil has not won any Slammy Awards. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just, I did some quick research. No no Slammies for Virgil. Okay, here we go. Kayfabe news. This is, this is, this is, this is. Let's see here. Oh, here we go. 
Oh, sorry, wrong one. Oscars mix up. Stupid pop up. Best picture actually goes to Scooby Doo: Curse of the Speed Demon. <laughs> WWE to join Trump's attack on mainstream media with fake news Barrett. <laughs> McMahon vows to build a wall around Spanish announce table. <laughs> hey, maybe it won't get destroyed all the time now. <laughs> Trump to sing America the Beautiful at WrestleMania. And finally this week. Big Show slimming down for the cruiserweight division. <laughs> I think his skeletal structure weighs more than 205 pounds. <laughs> uh, Cantonese corner with noise. Yeah, some, I have stuff. two quick things. First of all, um, in looking to see if Virgil did have slammings, I found myself on a website about celebrity net worth, and there's a rapper called Mike Jones, who that's Virgil's real name. Who is worth six million dollars, <throat> but that is not Virgil. It, it really does look like him, though. But in very quick things, as JT wants to get out early, today I learned that the T in Roman Reigns stands for talent. Got him. <laughs> there is no T in Roman Reigns. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, Mike Jones is a rapper who says his name very much in his songs, from what I recall. <laughs> every rapper does that. There was a period where every artist did that. No, but I mean, like, I, I think, I think there was one we know of. I think his name was went by The Rock. <laughs> Alternative facts. This is, this, is, this is stupid, sexy Flanders. Kudos to AngryMarks dot com, ShowerThoughtsSheamus dot com, Joe NeverSendG Barkley dot Liar, BritCuntsNews dot UK, Sign Triple H's Penis dot Edu, Men Extend dot Joe's Broken Penis dot com, Noise Noise Noise, Smoking Weed, Smoking Weed, Doing Coke, Drinking Beers dot org. Here we go, yo dot. So what's the dot scenario? Joe's AJ Styles fan page dot Angelfire dot JP, uh, KissOnline dot com slash We Will Sell Anything. Maven fans block list dot blocked dot blocked. Le Chalet Sauce slash Canadian is fucked dot sorry. Prepare thy anus.edu. Taller bit little a uh, wish. Uh, fuck. <laughs> Was I wish yeah, I done? Yeah. You got me. Yeah. <laughs> .com.ussr. Coaster needs more beer. .gofeedme.com. Award winning Laura Moore movies. .straight to toilet. Fact Corrigan's eyes. .kickstarter.uk. Daily is the Bullet Club going to debut soon thread, which is even more relevant now. Piss on mavenfan.fl.gov. Unnecessary Joe Kent Facebook status updates and birthday obsessions. .eating a sandwich. .fuck. JT's drunken.foot.com. Ain't gonna hurt nobody. .if there's dancing, y'all. The news gets shorter each week because G gives less of a fuck dot accordingly dot apathy. I didn't bother with a whole week of it dot yep. This joke is getting old dot Trump's America don't care. Uh, kind of serious though, just saying dot edu. Don't make JT get out the dot Kurt Angle dot intro. Remember when we weren't blocked dot I remember. Use Daniel Spoons dot biz. Joe fucked up dot live dot always. Poonslayer dot Poonslayer JT dot dot farmers only dot com. Joe cannot tip pizza delivery drivers dot or dot can dot he. Discount Heat Emporium, CheapHeat.com, and of course, Spatula City, Spatula City, Spatula City. Because since Joe started making voice everyone, he has pizza every day now. I <laughs> certainly do not. <laughs> well, you can afford it. You're a millionaire now. Oh, yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> That's why you work Tuesdays. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah that's why i'm booking a show on a tuesday because i'm i'm rich and i can afford to take tuesdays off hey, whatever you can afford to lose money because no one buys tickets on tuesdays uh, yeah i might not make any money off of this show 
Uh, Kurt Angle is set to appear on the post-WrestleMania edition of Raw on April 3rd in Orlando. That's something I've been thinking about for a while, actually. Do you think we're going to get, like, two major shows now that SmackDown means something? Because, like, for a while, the Raw after WrestleMania has been this really big show where lots of cool shit happens. Maybe. Where is SmackDown as well? Where is SmackDown? That's the answer to your question. I, I agree with your, your point, though. Yeah, it would make sense to do that. But where is SmackDown this year? Haven't they started making it a four-day event with uh, TakeOver, Raw, SmackDown? Yeah, Hall of Fame. SmackDown, SmackDown is, is in Orlando on okay. April 4th, yes. But where the fuck is WrestleMania? In Orlando. Oh, cool. <laughs> where we just said it was. Anyway. Chris Jericho is scheduled for WWE live events all throughout the month of April, including the Payback pay-per-view, but is set to go on, to go on tour with Fozzie starting in May. Yeah, bad news, Jericho's leaving. Worst news, he's going to tour with Fozzie. Yeah, he won't be able to book him for that Tuesday gig. Yeah. <laughs> Following their appearance at ROH Manhattan Mayhem, the Hardys, Jeff and Matt Hardy, told everyone they've signed a deal with Ring of Honor Wrestling. Oh, okay. One of the yeah, reasons man, I think I'm going to have to watch ROH now. One of the reasons the Hardys left Impact Wrestling was that they were denied creative control over the booking of their own angles during contract negotiations. Why? Why the fuck would you not would you not let them who have the highest rated segments on your show that everybody's fucking talking about <laughs> have creative control? It really is bizarre that they let those contracts go. But then again, yeah, I... got guys from the WCW era, yeah, they, they're it. scared of the words creative control. Yeah, that's true. And that's a, that's a very reasonable, um, I think that's completely reasonable, because once it's in your contract, you know, you, you've given them power to, to next, you know, that, that's precisely it. That makes sense. I think they could have done it, they're just giving them terms as well, saying, okay, you can do this, but you can't say you want to be the champion. I was going to say put reasonable creative control, but that's what Bret Hart yeah. was supposed to have in WWF. Oh, uh, we're not we're not privy to much more than, than true. This provided it's correct. I mean, I right. don't know. Uh, Mike, but, uh, I didn't think they'd end up in WWE because they wouldn't give them creative control. Right. The WWE would want to own it, though. Uh, I mean, realistically. There are examples, of course, of some guys lately that have kept their gimmick and, and so forth, but they'd also probably want to tell the story of, of the character from the beginning, and they would just say, oh, well, no one's seen it, even though everyone's seen it. Yeah, it'd be like, yeah, it would. They, they, would, they wouldn't bring him in broken. They'd have to, they'd want to restart the story. You see be version one again, and then you have to be version two. <laughs> go through all that. Some some kind of some kind of development could be interesting, but I think it, it would be missing the It'd point. It'd be a fan god one prototype. Yeah, and if you're if you're Matt Hardy, you probably don't want to take the risk of your character going through that and losing momentum, you know, mm -hmm. when you have something that clearly has been working. Mm -hmm. So it's a tough call. I, I mean, there's a lot of other things we don't know what the what the offers were for money and none of that stuff. I mean. I, there, there's actually something else. I guess I can bring it up in the news in a moment, but fuck it, we'll, we'll talk about it now. The interesting thing here is, of course, is TNA's ownership or Impact's ownership's changed. They have an affiliation with ROH. There's other talent 
in ROH that's been crossing over anyway. Maybe, you know, um, we'll still see Broken Matt Hardy on impact in some form or fashion because of that. I don't, I don't think it's not entirely out of the realm of possibility. I, I just think um, it's a wait and see thing because, like, what, Cody Rhodes, for example, right? The, the really strange thing I've heard is that uh, Impact said that they weren't going to allow them to drop the belts because they're still the tag team champions. Yeah, yeah. And they weren't on the recent taping, so God only knows what's going to happen there. Are they going to lose them on ROH? Are they just going to pretend they're not the champions anymore? What if they What if they merge the titles and try to do some cross-promotional thing? They won them last night, right? So, spoiler alert. <laughs> I think it kind of... It, it kind of spoils the Broken Hardys versus Young Bucks match, though, because big peel, a big part of the appeal of that was cross-promotion. Now they're in the same promotion. Yeah. But I am still interested in that match. All right. Well, like... well, time will tell. I mean, obviously, this is last night's news, so yeah, what it means moving forward and, and how limited they are with these contracts, we have no idea. It's just apparently there's some sort of contract in place with Ring of Honor. That's that's about it that I've seen. I, I just hope Ring of Honor doesn't make the same mistake impacted, which is leaving the rest of the show shit. <laughs> I mean, with broken people were tuning in for the broken hardies, but that was it because the rest of Impact wasn't worth watching. Mm-hmm. If ROH can capitalize on the pro, on the popularity of Broken Matt, they can do some cool things. Mike Bennett and Maria Canellis are the latest talents to depart from Impact Wrestling. And after a a long period of speculation about whether or not Impact Wrestling would renew his contract before it expired this month, Drew Galloway has made the decision for them and got the fuck out of Dodge. (laughs) ROH COO, G just kind of mentioned this briefly, Joe Koff talks about the possibility of working with Impact Wrestling. He says, I had no issues with the old management at TNA, but there's no question with the new management that they seem to be more open to working cooperatively in this space. That's always good. This is good for business. Not best, just good. Business, uh, it's good for business. Yeah. Just good. Not, Drow, not up at that level yet. Drow mentioned this earlier that uh, Tomaki Hanma was injured on March 3rd during his match in Okinawa and severe, uh, was immediately rushed to the hospital. He was diagnosed to have injured his cervical vertebrae. Well, I hope he's all right. Hopefully. We don't have like another high abuse. Oh. Let's go back. Let's go back a second step or two uh, with Galloway. Mm-hmm. Is, is he gonna? Anybody think he's gonna show up in NXT or are they gonna reunite uh, the band, baby? I don't know. He's definitely improved a lot, but he's he is a champion of an English promotion. He's actually on. Yeah. He's on a promotion I didn't even know existed that I can watch on TV. <laughs> but yeah, he. he it depends on if he's willing to give up the indie money, I guess. But I, I, I think they would take right? him back. He's definitely improved a whole lot, and he's still pretty young. I would wonder if it's just the motivator would end up being financial. Mm-hmm. Because we've had a few guys come back recently. Um, hard body Jahal or whatever. Yeah, right, right. Take him extra for those steroids. <laughs> no, he's, he's obviously having matches. But then you look at, like, Hawkins, and it's just like, oh. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? 
Do I really want to go back? I mean, unless it's money. And if it's money, I would understand that. Hawkins was uh, briefly on SmackDown this week. <laughs> he? He I was. didn't even recognize him. <laughs> Dean Ambrose comes out, hits him with the dirty <laughs> deeds, and calls out Baron Corbin. Oh, no shit. Okay. <laughs> so he's, he's, he's working. <laughs> if you want to call that working, he got he literally, Ambrose hit the ring, dropped him, and called out Corbin. Like, but he hit him from behind as well, so you couldn't tell who it was. It was so fast, you could not really tell it was Hawkins. Until they were uh, like, oh, yeah, so much for Kurt Hawkins. <laughs> I, I guess, but again, I mean, if he's getting paid the same, he would as if he didn't work a lot anyway. Like, fuck, I'll take that money. Like, yeah, right. I mean, because I, I totally get that. I just, I wonder, as Mark, Mark pointed out, he's got the, is, does he actually have a contract? Or is he a appearance? Do you have any idea? Like, case by case, by case appearance business? No idea. Like I said, I only learned this promotion existed a few weeks ago. Okay. So he, he's also he does a lot of work with What Culture and ICW and all of those guys as well. Yeah. So it really, I guess, it depends on his freedom and the money. Our old friend Jamie Kennedy should get on that shit. <laughs> huh. Okay. Yeah. No, I, was, I was wondering about that. I mean, amid amid obviously the speculation of the Hardys, there's occasional little blip of conversation coming up on that. What about? Uh, Canellis and Bennett. Bennett, I heard rumors he was NXT bound months ago. I have no idea if that's still the case. And I heard Canellis is like either taking hiatus or done to per- continue pursuing education at least a month or two ago. I think that the only way Bennett gets into WWE is if Maria doesn't, if she actually retires. Yeah, because of that Bella thing, right? Right. Yeah, I, I think she's burned too many bridges there and she'll fuck Bennett over. Well, she she was pretty educated to begin with. I, I can't remember what the degree she said she was going back to do was. I just vaguely remember it was either in her news or my social media or whatever. I do remember, I do recall something like that. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, if if she if you have that opportunity, I mean, it's a good reason to stay in school. You've, she wouldn't be the first uh, wrestler to like actually continue to pursue their education. I mean, Xavier Woods has clearly been doing it. We go down the Indies, you look at like uh, Peter Scott. Mm-hmm. She's she's a fucking lawyer. Mm-hmm. You know, so she I, I've seen interviews with her. She talks about like, well, I might as well do this now while I'm young. And I'm like, yeah, that's exactly why you should do it now. It makes a hell of a lot of sense. Oh, okay. Well, I no, but nobody else heard anything else. I I fucking just plowed through this shit this morning and almost skipped doing it entirely. So I'm like, I won't fucking do this. Well, meanwhile... <laughs> like, okay, fuck, fine. Meanwhile, for some ungodly reason, Elias Sampson should be called up to the main roster soon. Yeah, that that was something. It, he lost a loser-leaves-town match to Chris Hero. But my respect, my reaction to that was, he, he's a drifter. He he can lose, leave a town and just drift back in. He's right? Cool with this. That's true. <laughs> Even though, though, yeah, the, the speculation is he's either fired or drifting his way to the main roster. I, I haven't seen NXT in a little while. Is he I getting a lot of that episode's aired yet, though? Is he getting, has, was he getting like quite a bit of, of TV time, though? No, I, I haven't watched it either, but I hear weekly reports, and no, I don't think he Yeah, has. I haven't seen him much. 
Yeah. Okay. I'm just curious because, like you said, you had the. I know Hero's back. I haven't seen a single thing Hero's done since he came back, outside of clips. Oh, he came back Show. last week. Oh, it was just last week. Okay. It was just last. Yeah, he he confronted uh, Bobby Roode. Even... Well, wait, what was the Loser Leaves Town match then? Yeah, that's, that's on an upcoming episode. Oh, pre. Okay. Yeah. Dirty teeth. Okay. Uh, even though Jack Swagger said on Shal Sonnen's podcast that he asked for and was given his release, WWE has yet to announce or confirm that, and he's still considered a member of the roster as of this writing. The funny thing is, he's supposedly got an independent date already. So he's, he's, he's getting Rey mysterio He's never going to be allowed out of his contract now. <laughs> I was, I was going to... Sorry? I, I was bragging about my release, but then I got high. <laughs> they told me yeah, I wasn't told me what happened. You got high. I got high. Now I still work for WWE, and I know why. <laughs> hey, hey, because I got high. Because I got high. Because I got high. You I just got really fucking high and hallucinated leaving. <laughs> does, he, does he, in fact, owe the matches? Is that legitimate? Well, probably. I don't know. I, I just assumed it was like the, the no-compete clause or something, or his contract is expiring and they've just agreed to, to let him go after whatever many days it is, you know? I mean, it's not yeah. like, what was the last time he was on TV? I remember he got traded or some shit. Yeah, he came yeah. to he came to SmackDown, he lost to Baron Corbin, and we haven't seen him since. Yeah, which totally reinforces the great idea that just putting someone on SmackDown will reinvigorate their career. Which we were literally just talking about this last week, weren't we? <laughs> Uh, All the people that are being underutilized should go to SmackDown, where they can continue to be underutilized. So this, you know, the guy, the guy is what? He's not even thirty yet, is he? I guess he might be by now. Yeah, uh, I think he is. It's funny because whenever they had him on TV, he still managed to get the crowd pop with his chant. Yeah, I actually kind of like Jack Swagger. Yeah. He was definitely, like, pushed too hard, too fast. And the fans always love him because they always love a good all-American boy. Yeah. Uh, Which is a tired tired character type anyway. I mean, mm -hmm. there was so much mishandling with him. Jack Swagger is 34, so, yeah, he's still got quite a bit left in him. Okay. All right. That's that's not too bad. You know, wrestling, it depends on what injuries and bump card and all that. Speaking of, uh, speaking of uh, mid-30s wrestling fans, this uh, is a, uh, from Hollywood WBS on uh, Reddit. Uh, it's a project for his son, who turns 35 today and loves wrestling, insider term. <laughs> uh, my little boy turns 35 today. My wife and I got the idea to make a side of the room wrestling-themed, including a wrestling ring bed that has New Japan wrestling logos on it, and wrestlers on it, and my, my indie darlings and nude murals of his favorite wrestlers... Favorite female wrestlers that are, that are good. Yeah, he likes Asuka and Bailey. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and bookshelves for his wrestling, insider term, figures of mostly Steen and <laughs> Bailey or and fuckboy reigns with their heads off. Thought you might all, <laughs> thought you all might appreciate him. He's special. My son loves his positive role model, Kevin Steen. Bailey's ass, not her gimmick, it sucks. Kenny Omega, the based god <laughs> Dave Meltzer, and Asuka. Not to mention he loves SmackDown because it's better than Raw. Fuck Roman Reigns, by the way. Seems much yet. Totally. 
Uh, Alberto El Patron vacated the Impact Wrestling title last night at Impact's tapings because, quote, he didn't want to win the way he did. Oh, yeah, Del Rio won the title. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was it. He did win the title, but he vacated it. <laughs> yeah. yeah that, was, that was last night as well. Well, that should have been last night, not just me being lazy and not correcting the date. Right. Because that's what I do. It's my gimmick. Speaking of Jack Swagger and Alberto... Uh, Jack Swagger versus Alberto El Patron confirmed as Paige's first post-WWE Kokorji. That according to uh, GTG Buck on Reddit. It's too bad it's not crack orgy. Get the rocking on that. (laughs) The former Alberto Del Rio, now Alberto El Patron, came to terms with Impact Wrestling over the last few days and is now with the company. Also, for what it's worth, the announced team going forward will be Josh Matthews and the Pope. No. What? (laughs) I'm already blocked by half of them (laughs) I said block I I know (laughs) wait wait which you got half of them there's three of them so half of Josh Matthews blocked you or he only has one team Matthews after all no it's Josh Matthews and the Pope and one of them blocked me and it's Josh Matthews (laughs) oh it's not the low TNA moment of Alberto Del Rio is that they didn't call him Del Rio they called him Alberto Del Patron Really? So he's Alberto of the Father, I guess. Sure. Aerolux <laughs> uh, has been completely mo- removed from production of Impact. Well, they weren't paying him anyway. Uh, there's some quiet That's... grumbling among longtime talent among, about the new regime just being used to get over, being used to get over wrestlers who are friends with Jeff Jarrett or work for GFW. Welcome to 2000 WCW. Yep. Pretty much. Now called Impact Wrestling. The stroke is back, folks. <laughs> Matt Morgan <laughs> and... guitars and never drew a dime. <laughs> Matt Morgan and Chris Masters were backstage filming promos and vignettes last night. Oh, good. I'm glad Chris Masters has a joke. Karen Jarrett returned as talent last night. Ain't she yeah. great? Really mis- misappropriate use of the word you know, Ka- Right. Karen Jarrett is actually... <laughs> Karen Jarrett is actually all right. When when you use right though, she can she can do a reasonable job in the mic. Just don't put her in any matches, please. No, God, no, please, God, help us, no. (laughs) Eyeballs to my spoon, blind me. But she she definitely knows how to generate heat, though. Like I'll I'll give her credit. Like I I can't remember the last time I saw her on TV. So perhaps maybe she's degenerated or something. But no, she's not degenerated. No, she was okay. I mean, she had, she like, she was like Vicky Guerrero, like don't need her in a match, but actually, when used and not used in a ridiculous abundance, could actually be an effective part of the storytelling. I, I would, I would tell her that the, the Vicky Guerrero of TNA. No, uh, here, just a quick question. I, I before I even read, what the fuck is the DCC? Uh, it, it, the impact answer to the Wyatt family. What does it stand for? I don't know, but it, they were they were kind of like the hacking group Anonymous. They all wore masks and shit, and then they just took them off. Like the mannequin dudes or something like that? Yeah. Did you watch uh, Total Nonstop Deletion? Okay. Death, uh, okay. Crew, Death Crew Council, abbreviated to DCC, is a professional wrestling tag team in Total Nonstop Action Wrestling, or TNA, that consists of James Storm, Bram, and Kingston. Oh, that's oh, weird. Now, you needed to read that in the past tense because... 
Well, yes, because DCC is being broken up to return James Storm to a solo role. Uh, I think you mean return James Storm to NXT. Yeah. Fact. But, uh, JT died again, by the way. I don't know if you heard that. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, Jeff Jarrett's idea to market the relaunch of his old promotion is let's make Impact great again and to bury the Dixie Carter regime without specifically mentioning her by name. Ain't yeah, it gonna I, be great? <laughs> I, I've heard, like, well, read, I suppose, notes from what they've done at the tapings, and I'm just not interested at all. <laughs> I was like, oh, this TNA, your name is all dead. Uh, they were shit, yeah. <laughs> okay. And apparently, Josh Matthews said that the fans were only there because they couldn't afford to go to NXT. <laughs> Just burying Impact. The complete oh, that's actually kind of awesome. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, Bobby Lashley, Moose, Eli Drake, Davey Richards, Eddie Edwards, and EC3 were already locked into contracts before Anthem bought the promotion, and they're still ke- being kept in the plans for the promotion going forward. Thank God, that's like the only people that it can work. Breaking news oh. from Ice Bucket Wood on Reddit, Kenny Omega does a move! <laughs> I, got, I had more questions about Impact, so I have no fucking clue what's going on. Um, and Joe, you're an expert, you watch it every week. So, they changed their logo, apparently, again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What the fuck was up with the owl? That's that's the owl, That's the anthem logo. Mm. It's the anthem owl. Why is owl anthem's logo? Or do they sell owls? I have no idea why, but it was basically to incorporate the anthem logo. <laughs> but it's gone now. It's gone now. Okay. So what, that's what it was. See, because like, I just noticed the owl, and then it was gone. <laughs> and then I asked, I asked some wrestling group, I just put a question on why the fuck was there an owl, and no one ever answered. So I just I wanted to know. I was hoping they sold owls, so I, I wouldn't mind owning an owl. That would be kind of fun. Owls are surprisingly soft. <laughs> Alright. Maybe Big Show wasn't working us when he said Shaquille O'Neal doesn't want to face him at WrestleMania anymore because Shaq seems to be saying that the match fell apart. Big Show saying it's because Shaq got fat. Yeah, they called him fat. No, Sha- Shaq's getting paid more money to do general commercials, so he's not Shaq, I, I read some of this and Shaq actually was like, well, no, it fell apart on their end, not my end. I still want to do it, so I, who knows? Uh, Big Show's saying he still wants to do it, so maybe they are still doing it. Who knows? Dude, I, this could all still be bullshit in the work anyway. Yeah. Uh, well, they gotta. They, they have to promote it at some point, but they do have four weeks, and realistically, the match is gonna be what, like five minutes at most. So I uh, promote it for a couple weeks max. That's all you need. What I really hope that this means is that there's a Charles Barkley running. <laughs> sure as fuck, he mailed my way, right, Joe? <laughs> Terrible. Very terrible. All right, guys, I'm going to, because the anxiety is getting me, I'm going to bounce. Right. Uh, one story early, so. <laughs> good luck. Good luck. Uh, thank you. Thank Let you us know how luck. it goes. <laughs> no, it's going it's, it's to go fine. It's just, you know, the fact is, it's, you know, this fucking having a face her shit, you know, it yeah. still bothers the piss out of me every time I look at yeah. her. And, well, if you uh, don't return, we shall avenge your death. Yes. Oh, I will. Yeah. I, no, I'm going to be out in public. I'm going to be at the AT and T store in the mall. So there's there's no, nothing nothing shady is going to happen. It's just I just don't want to have to deal with her. That's or, all. This scenario, I'll, I'll catch you later and Walking Dead's on and, and just shoot her shoot her in the knee like Shane did to Otis and run away. 
On that note, mask song. Rub head. See y'all next. See y'all next week when I will be massively hungover. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see you then. Yeah. Uh, finally, in an interview, Rusev describes a horrible gimmick that we're glad never made it to Raw or SmackDown. He says, Hey, speak for yourself. I've read ahead. This sounds awesome. Okay, maybe so. Dusty gave me so many good and bad ideas that you have no idea. He wanted to make me a genie. He said, Baby, I see you with that new gear. You look like a genie. You, I want you to work with that Russian chick, Anya, and she's going to, baby, rub the lamp and you're going to pop up here. He made me do genie promos for the next three weeks. Well, he had the lamp and this kickboxing chick we had back in FCW. She rubbed the lamp and I appeared. Oh, wait, they actually had a natural version. I thought that was some clever G editing. <laughs> no, apparently this is legit. That sounds actually amazing. And he really did look like a genie for a while. Yeah. I don't know, shit. <laughs> See, that, that, what's the connection between the Shaq story and this one? Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, no, no, let's, let's discuss how how Sinbad was a genie in a movie that <laughs> somebody had to say existed. it. <laughs> C3PO is actually had a silver leg. God, I love that shit. Actually, that one is much shit. That's fucking yeah. crazy. But... I was just watching Star Wars not too long ago. He's got a silver leg, and then he gets like dusty later on in the movie, and that's why it looks silver or gold for the rest of the movie. Ah, speaking of dusty, see, it all comes full yeah, circle. It's all dusty, baby. Yeah. It's all dusty. <laughs> I, I, I was surprised I came across this story like a month or two ago. I was like, what? What the fuck? <laughs> and I, I ended up reading up about it. And like so many, so many of the scenes were shot in the desert that the glimmer actually uh, made it look like everything was like gold or whatever. Right. Anyway, so yeah. Like, oh, okay. So. Yeah, I mean, My it's few, not ruined. Woo. It's an it's an illusion why it looks gold, but it's actually silver. <laughs> That was pretty yeah. neat. Yeah, the Sinbad thing. That he was a condom in a commercial way back in the day. That's different. <laughs> That's not a genie. Now you can no. rub its head, but I guarantee you something <laughs> different's coming up. Well, to be fair, condoms do grant the wish of not having children or STDs. Well, how about if you put a condom on the end of a magic lamp and rub it? Ooh, that's an interesting question. Let's get Rusev. That's something uh. you should pose to Reddit. <laughs> Reddit will get to the bottom of that shit. Anyway. <laughs> I'm not sure what subreddit that would go in. <laughs> God, there's definitely going to be one of those hypothetical <laughs> questions or something. Yeah. All right, then. Do we get any surprises on the, this pay-per-view tonight that none of us are watching? Except maybe Joe and Mark. You guys probably I'll watch. be watching. I'll be watching. But we didn't I even don't... go over pre- like predictions. I didn't even think... Worth it? Like, did anybody see a swerve happening? No, you know, I just did a, uh, I did a video that you could go right now. It's up on YouTube for for Slat Rock, and what? it's Fast Lane predictions, and it, it's. I would, but he fired me without telling me, so I don't care. <laughs> he sent me the script, and I read the script, and he said, "Hey, what do you think of my predictions?" I said, "Dude, they're this is like the most predictable pay per view ever. <laughs> like, yeah. like, I can't disagree with anything you're saying because it's all going to fucking happen." <laughs> well, I mean, we could see some non-finishes. Braun and Roman could be a non-finish. Yeah, I hope so. I, I, which I think is what he said. I think it was a double disqualification. <laughs> he, yeah. he predicted. I mean, no idea what either of them are going to do for Mania, right? So that that would make sense then. One idea I've heard people throw around is that if the Shaq match is off, you could redo Big Show Braun. Yeah. 
rather than just have him be in the battle royal that no one cares about. That's on the but pre-show. But it would also be kind of cool to see him beat the shit out of 29 guys. Do we see Proc? Is, is that I your... really hope not. Yeah. I mean, that's it what I was talking about last sense. week. We were talking about it, but yeah. I've... Has anybody actually thought of a way to not make Owens and, and Goldberg not be a squash that doesn't make Owens look like an idiot because of the rematch clause and et cetera, et cetera? Well, Owens' favorite tactic is running outside the ring as soon as the bell happens. So I, I can see him just wasting time a lot by running outside and doing stupid shit. What about Jericho attacking, uh, attacking That's a possibility. Owens I just don't want Lesnar to do it because then he's costing himself a title match and that's retarded. Yeah, but he's but also... He's the rematch clause. Like there's every single outcome still has that problem, I think. But I can't think he's, of one that doesn't. He's also, if he costs Goldberg the title, he's... I mean, if he costs himself a title match, he's also costing Goldberg the title. Yeah. So, I mean, which, which, if you recall, it was Goldberg that cost Brock Lesnar the WWE Championship all the way back in 2004. Which was a really dumb move. So, go, I, so Lesnar has a reason why he wouldn't want Goldberg to win the championship. But, I guess. at the same time, you have, you're, you're correct in saying... If Brock does cost Goldberg the championship, he's costing himself the championship. Yeah, because he wants the title, and many would be a match for the belt. So, yep. I'm still still not seeing any real good outcome other than a squash. Or he costs Goldberg the title, and then after WrestleMania, he says, Hey, you remember a couple of months ago when I helped you keep your title? You owe me a title shot. Like Braun Strowman did. So, pretty much. And they could do that. Yeah. Lesnar's going to be sticking around, we'll, I would imagine. Right? So we'll see. So well, he'll have plenty of... From UFC. Yeah, he'll have plenty of chances to get the WWE Universal Championship. He doesn't have to necessarily get it at WrestleMania against Goldberg. So I don't know. That, I mean, that is that's the one thing that's like keeping me from saying like, okay, yes, Goldberg, Goldberg's going to destroy Kevin Owens tonight and win the title is, but two thousand four, <laughs> you know, like, but Goldberg cost Lesnar the title once, so Lesnar has reason to keep the title off of Goldberg. It's WWE logic does not apply. No. Uh, 13 years ago. Long time. Yeah. I don't know. It's WWE. Logic does not apply in any situation, particularly uh, when it comes to if they remember something happened or not. Because it would be... It, it would be WWE logic to ignore things and come back to other things. Like, that's how they work. And you'll recall when Goldberg came back, the first thing he said is, hey, my last match was 12 years ago against Brock Lesnar, and I want to give him a rematch. So they've already acknowledged that feud. 
Uh, we'll see tonight. Uh, we will. The outrage on the internet is the real main event, no matter what. Yes. <laughs> by by tomorrow, we will know what's going on. So hop on social media, folks, and start a trolling. Yep. Doesn't matter what you really enjoy or not, just troll the shit out of the neckers. Mm-hmm. It's always fun. Make your own <laughs> memes, folks. Make your own memes. All right. Well, let's get out of I... here. Unless you had something you wanted to add? No? I I still managed to scrounge up something there at the end. Look at me. We I ain't watching that shit. <laughs> I will be trolling. I am at Think So Joe for at Random Redhead at G of the Internet at Mark underscore Noise at Book Junkie Jaina at El Generico, who wasn't here this week. We are at Board Wrestling Fan, that's Board Wrestling Fan without Vols. Facebook.com slash Board Wrestling Fan. Listen to this podcast every Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern on BoardWrestlingFan.com or download us afterwards anywhere podcasts are sold, including iTunes, Stitcher, Blueberry, and PodDirectory.com. Thank you.